and welcome back to The Growth Club. If you're part of my email list, you would actually already know this, but last week's episode was the first of a series of episodes that I'm putting out, and it's to help guide you from growing your business through TikTok and scaling. So last week, I went a bit more in depth on TikTok and how to grow on the platform so you can start from absolute zero if you need to. But this week, since I need to be connecting the dots on how to use social media to then grow your business, we need to actually look into what business model is right for you. Because so many people dive right into simply trying to find success and build a successful business. But what you don't actually realize is that if you're just pushing and shoving your way through to finding success, you may need to retrace your steps later because you took the wrong path. This was me. So I would know. (laughs) I knew I loved marketing. I had one-on-one clients. I worked with multiple different startups that I grew and launched significantly. So it seemed obvious that if you want to make more money from that position, you start a marketing agency, right? But it turned out to be the wrong path. (laughs) I ended up working with multiple different marketing agencies that range from a few team members. In fact, I was one of the first team members. And then I also worked with marketing agencies with multiple hundred team members, but there was a common theme. I did not like the culture in any of them. On top of that, why so many meetings? (laughs) I am more of an introvert than an extrovert. And my gosh, the meetings are fun, but when you have so many, it most certainly is not. (laughs) So let's dive into this episode and actually break down some of the typical personality types I've just mentioned too. So there's actually three the introvert, the extrovert, and the ambivert. So first, let's look into the introverted entrepreneurs. I think commonly people get a little bit confused. So this doesn't mean you're shy. You may be a little bit more quiet than other people, but don't misinterpret this for someone who is unconfident. If you're introverted, it actually means you recharge by spending time alone. If this is you, my friend, so am I. I am actually an only child, so I believe this is where my introverted tendencies stem from. We did not have a circus of children in the house, so most of the time, from what I can remember, it was usually relatively quiet. (laughs) Or maybe I was the only loud one, so I thought it was quiet. But I, of course, still hung out with my cousins and friends in the neighborhood growing up. I remember all of that. But majority of the time, I would say it was just my parents and me. Now, this does not mean every single child is an introvert because I've met some serious extroverts who were also a single child. And I've also heard that people who grow up with siblings, but in quiet environments, they tend to be introverted too. So I have my suspicions that it's generally to do with how stimulating your environment is as you grow up. So I'm assuming that my memories are correct and that my childhood was relatively dialed back and relatively chilled. Now, if you're an extrovert, you likely thrive on social interactions and love connecting with people. Hey, hey, as an introvert, I love this too. It's just, I don't like doing it constantly because don't lie. I know if you're an introvert, I know there have been times where you've been out with your friends at some party. You do not know how you ended up there. And you think to yourself, I would honestly rather be at home. I know we've all thought it. (laughs) So don't lie to me. Whereas on the other hand, if you're an extrovert, I'm assuming you more often than not, you actually enjoy these social gatherings and like being at them more frequently than less frequently. When I'm describing an extrovert, I can think of this one specific friend and I'm sure you can too. 
of someone who is the typical definition of what you would describe as an extrovert. And maybe this is you. Last is the ambivert. Okay, this is someone who falls between an introvert and the extrovert spectrum. You might enjoy independence just as much as you enjoy socializing and interacting with other people. Now, something to note here is that everyone is somewhat of an ambivert. Everyone is an ambivert to some degree. But if I'm going to be real, I am not the balance of the two equally. So I would lean a little bit more into being an introvert and sprinkling extroversion at specific times and events. So you likely lean towards something more, or perhaps you actually like the balance of the two and you're an ambivert specifically. Okay, so now that we know the different types, let's actually look at the different business models that work well for each type of personality. So you don't do what I did and go full circle and have to start back again. (laughs) The introverts. I am assuming you do not want to be stuck in meetings all the time either. I mean, you don't mind meetings if there's a few, but a few too many isn't something that excites you. So this means a lot of the work you do, you like to do it behind the scenes. And if you're working with lots of people, this is going to be even more prominent. But if you're working by yourself, then I guess things are already working in your favor. So here's another thing that can help work in your favor. Working from home because you actually work better without the distractions of lots of people. That way you get to do your work more independently. But here is the thing. Even if you're doing things such as coaching, freelancing, and consulting to make sure you're not actually in an environment where you have to go to work, but you can work from home and it can be a little bit more independent, this may still be a little too many meetings for you. If that is the case, you probably have to lean more heavily into creating a course or a digital program because you get to serve many people at once. So imagine group coaching, but the amount of people that you're coaching in one session doesn't have a limit. Now, if you're an extreme, extreme introvert, I have another option for you. You might want to run your course completely passive. Creating a passive funnel is something I also teach, and this means you're even more hands-off in your business. In fact, it's as hands-off as you can get whilst running a business. This means pretty much everything is automated and systemized that it runs by itself, and everything, once you set it up, you don't really have to touch it again unless you want to update the materials. So this is best if you're a complete, complete introvert. Where I prefer to sit, although I identify more as an introvert than an ambivert, is by being able to take the benefits of the passive nature of courses whilst also implementing more direct work with the students that sign up. So with my signature program, I actually still do weekly workshops when people are going through the course so that people can get their questions and queries answered as they go through each module each week as I prefer personally to make sure I'm giving them a little bit more guidance and making sure that they get to the finish line. But this is really up to you. On top of that, if you're an extreme introvert and you're braving it out, (laughs) you can still offer a specific amount of one-on-one workshops or one-on-one sessions to help directly work through any blocks that someone might have. But how many you schedule is up to you and that's in your control. You can make this number of sessions as large or as little as you wish. Now, on the other hand, if you're an extrovert, you might want to consider a business model that involves direct customer engagement. So that one-on-one coaching and mentoring that I was talking about, you might thrive from that. 
On top of that, if you have an agency structure where you have lots of client meetings, that will work in your favor. Being able to utilize your knowledge and experience to help others achieve their results and goals, this is your sweet spot. This is awesome because it actually gives you more energy, so you don't want to be limiting that. But the only thing is, working with one-on-one clients means that you can only actually fit a specific amount of clients before your time runs out. You only have a specific number of hours within your schedule that you can work, and once it's filled up, you're capped. And that may be fine in terms of your energy levels. You are not an introvert, you're an extrovert. But the thing is, once you run out of time as an extrovert and you can't onboard more clients, this also means that you are capped on how much you can make. It's limited by time. So this is when things like group coaching, workshops and courses actually come into play. This means the majority of the sessions you run, you like to do them one on one. But with a few sessions that you're running, you may want to specifically incorporate these digital programs so that in those specific sessions, you are not serving one-on-one, but one-to-many. That way, it's not just you and your energy levels that are thriving. It's actually also your income and your scaling capabilities. So as an extrovert in your business structure that you want to have, you are likely going to just incorporate digital programs rather than have digital programs to be the main and complete focus. Now, for ambiverts, you are more of the balanced version of my personality. And even though I identify more as an introvert, one of my top priorities is professionalism. I take this very, very seriously. Anyone who has worked with me knows and can kind of tell from my personality that I take my work very seriously, almost too seriously. (laughs) So it is wired deep to my core. Hence, although I'm more of an introvert, I work as though I'm an ambivert. I don't actually run my course completely passively because of this. I want to make sure that during the course period, I actually am present and there for you to ask questions if you need. Hence, during the nine weeks of my signature program, I have weekly workshops where we troubleshoot specific areas that people commonly get blocks and I get to answer any questions that people had and we go through that in that session. On top of this, I do live launches. And what this means is a course, although is passive, I will be there each week by week going through the modules with you. And depending on my schedule, I also add in one-on-one sessions that people can specifically book out if they're in need of more help. Because I want to make sure that through these workshops that I do every week, or perhaps through the one-on-one sessions you book, that people are not getting stuck and not losing momentum, which is crucial. Because I'm sure you felt it before and I felt it before, Because if you lose that momentum, you know it's hard to get it back. So if you're an ambivert, live launching will work extremely well because you'll be able to walk your students through each week and also help them more directly when they require it. And like I mentioned before, if you're an extreme, extreme introvert, a passive model works great. That way you're almost completely hands off. So hopefully that gives you a better idea of what business model might suit your personality to better find success. Do not do what I did, where you work like an extrovert when you're actually an introvert and you get extremely burnt out and painfully and slowly switch business models. And perhaps, who knows, even if you're an extrovert, you'll likely enjoy the extra freedom that courses provide and the extra income. So you can be extroverted on holidays, perhaps with your friends and family, not only with your clients. (laughs) 
So just a reminder, if you have not grabbed my workbook and checklist yet, you can work through what skill sets you can monetize and the steps that are required for you to take when launching a digital course. They are all in the show notes ready for you to download. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and click the follow or the plus sign so that the next episode in the series, which is going to be about how to use social media to grow your business specifically, and it actually has nothing to do with social media and posting itself. It's actually a big misconception that social media is enough to get you sales. So nope, that's not how you're going to be using it. But more on that in the next episode. So make sure you hit the plus sign or the follows so that that episode will land directly in your app of choice. So I'll be speaking to you next week very, very soon.